Hey, it's Jocelyn here. Welcome to the Positivity in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. I am excited to share with you stuff that I have learned in my past pregnancies and in my current pregnancy. I am actually pregnant with our fifth baby um, and sixth pregnancy because I did have a miscarriage in there. So I have learned a few things that have helped me get through pregnancy and to find more positivity in it. And now I just have a passion and desire to share those things with you. And I hope that they help you to find more positivity in your pregnancy. If you have been enlightened or inspired by any of these episodes, will you please share them with your fellow pregnant mom friends and tell them how it has helped you to find more positivity in your pregnancy? That would be so awesome. That is the best way to say thank you because podcasting is kind of one way. <laughs> I talk a lot and you, I imagine, implement, but I don't get to see the results unless you reach out, which actually doesn't happen very much. So I appreciate you doing that and let's jump into today's episode. Hi, I'm Jocelyn host of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. I help pregnant women and mothers to find positivity in their season of life through changing their thoughts to work for them and not against them. I help mothers find the small, doable steps in thought and action without making drastic changes to their everyday mom life, and I can help you. Thanks for joining. Okay, I feel like before I start today's episode and really get into the meat of it, I need to give a big disclaimer. Um, I'm going to be talking about medications and pills that I took during my first trimester and why. But I don't want you to use this as stuff that you should start doing. I want to give you examples of things and um, that really did help me, but also know you need to talk to your provider, your doctor, your midwife, and clear any of these things with them before you start taking them. Um, I am not a doctor and I don't profess to be a doctor. I am just a fellow mom who is giving you things I did and how they helped, but please always do your own research and check with your provider before taking anything during pregnancy. Okay, I've decided to do this for a couple of reasons. Um, The first trimester is incredibly difficult. I imagine if you're listening to this uh, podcast, you find that pregnancy is hard and it can be hard to find positivity in. And that first trimester is so difficult because of the nausea. At least for me, the nausea was a huge thing that was difficult. But unfortunately, this pregnancy, I also had a lot of headaches. So there are extra physical things to deal with that are not fun. And some of these pills helped in those aspects, and um, if anything, this will give you ideas, but also be a reference for me on what I was taking and why. So let's hit the big one first, which is the nausea. What was I taking for nausea? Um, This pregnancy, I decided I wasn't going to take any, um, like, doctor prescription nausea medications, so for 
only one of my other pregnancies I took Zofran and it just didn't feel right for this pregnancy. So I decided I wasn't going to do that. I needed some over-the-counter stuff and I decided after researching it to do B6 and Unisom. And the B6 and Unisom did need to be in combination. <laughs> I tried one night going without the Unisom and I was so sick that whole night, throwing up in the middle of the night. They do go together. <laughs> um, at least for me, they did. I have heard of other people who do fine with just the B6, but for me, I needed the B6 and the Unisom. Um, do some research on that. I read some decently good things about it. Um, it's over-the-counter, fairly safe from what I read, and so I did that. Um, most of the things online say to take 25 milligrams of B6, I couldn't find that. I just had the 100 milligrams. And one of the midwives that I talked to um, had told me that that was okay for me. So please check with your provider how if that's okay for you. So I did the B6 in the morning and then the Unisom at night. And that combination over time really actually took the edge off the nausea and did help. Um, enough to where I could get off the couch every now and then, and I had spells where I felt a little bit better. Now, second, to deal with the headaches. The, I got some bad migraines and headaches that first trimester, um, and even came with fuzzy eye and yucky stuff like that. One of the midwives I visited with said to take magnesium, and I was already taking magnesium, and I was like, okay. And she's like, well, there's different kinds of magnesium. What kind are you taking? And I found out I was taking like a magnesium oxide, I believe it was. And she told me to take a glyconate and do a nicer brand um, that you have to pay a little bit more for of magnesium gly... I don't know if it's glyconate or glycinate. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it, but I started taking that and I, I feel like that significantly helped my headaches to go away because... After I started that, I didn't get a bad migraine. Like, again, I did have a couple of minor headaches, but not a migraine with, like, the yucky, fuzzy eye stuff. So I feel like the magnesium glyconate really helped. I decided to take... So the bottle I bought said that you're supposed to take two pills. I decided to take one morning and one night. Um, and that seemed to work out pretty good for me. Um... The other thing I did, which is not recommended for pregnancy, but is something I do, well, I decided to do and was told by another midwife that it was wise to do because of my past history with eclampsia, um, is to take a baby aspirin every day. Um, I was back on forth on this. I, I did like a week where I took it and then I was like, no, I'm not going to take the baby aspirin. And then someone or something told me I should take it again, so I started again. And then I talked to the a midwife that um, was in a doctor's office, and she really highly recommended it. And so I decided to do it again. And I've decided to keep on that baby aspirin for this pregnancy um, because I have had a baby preeclamptic um, at 31 weeks, so... Don't recommend that one. Talk to your doctor if you've had preeclampsia and see if that's one that might be good for you to take. So I am on that one. 
And then prenatals, vitamins. I, in all my past pregnancies, I have done the cheapest vitamin at like Walmart. (laughs) Um, But this pregnancy, I decided that I needed something a little bit better. So I found um, actually a couple different ones. The first one I found was more expensive than the second one, but the second one I feel like has just as many good qualities and it was cheaper. So I take a prenatal and I made sure that it had folate in it because folate, or I believe it's also called folic acid, is really um, like pivotal, (laughs) really important for the development of the baby. Um, And so make sure you're getting enough folic acid um, in those prenatals. And then the last one, I already mentioned that I had been taking magnesium oxide. So when I started taking the magnesium glyconate, I kind of got off of the oxide, the magnesium oxide. At least I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And um, I found that sometimes, I feel like it was the B6 and the Unisom that was doing this, but it was making me a little bit constipated. And that was not fun or enjoyable either. But magnesium can also, um, what's the word, um, make that part of the system go a little faster. It can help your, your stools be a little bit more runny and less constipated. So every now and then when I felt like I was just a little bit overly um, constipated, I would take an extra a magnesium oxide. So I was not taking the magnesium oxide and the glyconate at the same time. Other than when I felt constipated, then I would just add the oxide and it really did seem to help with the constipation. So those are some of the pills that I have been taking and why all of that is stuff that I have been able to buy over the counter. I have not needed a doctor's prescription for, but I have talked to midwives about, um, everything. (laughs) Everything that I was taking, I got their insight on. So I encourage that for you as you are trying to deal with some of these aches and pains that come with the first trimester. So those are some physical things I did to help me during that first trimester, but there's a lot of mental things that you can do to help you when you're struggling. Because I know that when I feel sick mentally, I struggle. It is really hard for me to stay positive. Even with this fifth pregnancy, you would think I would have learned all the ways to just stay positive even when I'm sick. No, it was still hard and it was still difficult. But there, these exercises that I've learned, they did help and they did make a difference even if it took me some time to get the hang of it, remember how to do it, and be patient with myself and give myself grace. I talk about all these things, and when it came to this first trimester, I seriously had to implement them, and it paid off. Like, it, I don't, I, it's hard to find the words when there's, like, feelings that are hard to describe, but it was powerful. I give a pretty good example in my podcast episode um, that's I think it's titled, When You're Discouraged in Pregnancy, You Are Enough. And taking care of your mind is just as important as taking care of your body during pregnancy. I am actually listening to a book right now that is really talking about the connection of mind and body in pregnancy. And I'm so excited to share more because it's like 
write down what this podcast is about and how important that connection is and how important it is to take care of your mind. So take care of your mind. One of the best ways to do this is through gratitude. And I talked about gratitude last week with thankfulness in pregnancy, and I encourage you to go listen to that. I know some of you are like me, and it is just so hard to find positivity when you are so miserable and you cannot do anything. If you are like I was, I encourage you to check out my morning sickness mini course. It is full of 42 videos that are just short, like two to eight minutes, that can encourage you in mental exercises to help you lift up your positivity. You don't have to like actually exercise, you don't have to write anything down, you just let your mind run through the exercise as I speak it in the video. It is easy, but it is simple and powerful and can make a big difference in your pregnancy and set you up for the rest of your pregnancy to find good mental strategies when it comes to facing these things that and these changes that pregnancy brings. So it's the top link in the show notes if that interests you. I thank you for listening. Um, Thank you for sharing as was mentioned at the beginning. But most of all, thank you for implementing what you learn into your life for more positivity during pregnancy. You are amazing, Mama, and I don't want you to forget that. We can easily forget that when everything gets neglected, that we are feeling not that great, that we're not enough, and that everything is falling behind, but you are enough, and you are amazing. Keep up the good work. You're growing a little miracle inside. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Positive in Pregnancy and motherhood podcast for listening for sharing and most of all for applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you in a positive pregnancy in losing that stubborn baby weight and becoming the mom you desire to be through taking small steps in thought and action to reach your goals. If you are a mother who has an inner desire to enjoy motherhood and pregnancy better, but you are having difficulty figuring it out, I can help you. I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday mom life. Reach out. Let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.